Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I am talking to you for the first time since um, wearing a mask for the past few hours because I've been traveling. I am uh, laid over. Um, first time I've been laid in a really long time. Over in um, Detroit, the airport here. Um, can I just say how fucking weird this world is right now? I don't know if you've done air travel yet, but it's just a combo of so many feelings because it's something I used to do all the time and I haven't done in so many months and so I'm back at it and it feels like very different because there's less people and everyone seems agitated and annoyed and the mask thing is causing me a lot of anxiety because not because I'm I'm scared of catching it as much as like what why are you such an asshole like, why can't you just put it on? I know you're not scared, but I don't really care if you're not scared. You wear a mask for other people. I've talked about this before, but it's like, I don't care if you don't wear a seatbelt. I don't give a shit. When you drive alone, who gives a shit? Fine. Die sooner than you would if you weren't. Because you look so kuh in your car without a seatbelt. Um, whatever. If you hate the strap, it causes you a lot of frustration and you just, you just forget or whatever it is. You don't wear a seatbelt. I don't care. But if I'm in the car with you, wear a seatbelt because when the car starts to flip, your dumb body is going to flail all over and it's going to hit me in the, your kneecap's going to hit me in the head. And then I'm going to be worse off than if I had just not worn a seatbelt too. So maybe we should both wear seatbelts and just knock into each other. But like you're wearing a seatbelt protects me from your dumb body. So for me, it's just like be, do it for other people. It just shows people selfishness so much. And I know this podcast is getting way too political. I got like one guy who wrote me on Instagram because I said stuff about Trump yesterday. I don't even know what I said that was so bad. It's so funny. He obviously shut it off before he heard anything else because I said, please write to me if you like Trump and I want to I want to understand it and I want to talk about it. I do. I know this. We're so beyond that of like people trying to understand it, but I will not cease to try to understand why people like him beyond wanting to be rich. Honestly, that's it. And if you're if you're worried about taxes, don't talk to me. But if there's other things, please let me know. Um. But yeah, it was stressful. There's like one, two women at my gate who were just like not gonna put on their mask until they got on the plane. And then in front of me, um, people were boarding and the woman in front of me had hers down around her mouth, like didn't want to put it on. And she stepped onto the bridge. And so I asked the guy taking the tickets, I'm like, when are you guys gonna like tell people to wear masks? Like at what point do you enforce that? Like, and he goes, right now. And I go, well, she wasn't wearing a mask. And he goes, I just told her to. And I go, well, she didn't do it. <laughs> So what happens then? Because I was like running through all these scenarios where I was like, I will just get off the plane, you know? And then I was like, but I'm honestly not that scared because I have a face shield and two masks. Like I have a legit face shield that I just posted on my Instagram too. And God, I should have, I don't think there's ever a reason to have comments on Instagram. I think that might solve everything for me. You know how I bitch about if like I look hot and people tell me I'm hot and then 
I hate when people are mean to me too. So why do I have comments on? Why? Honestly, I just want them so like people say funny stuff, I think. But supportive or like fire emojis or just like calling me a SJW, either or I don't really need it. So I think I'm going to disable all comments. But then fans get mad because they want to be able to comment on things and to let me know. Listen, I understand that feeling. As a fan of Taylor Swift who never lets her comments be enabled, I feel cut off from her a little bit. But of course she should have those like cut off because now when you go to a picture of me, if you're a fan, you can just read underneath all the reasons to hate me. They're right there. I don't feel like going through and erasing them. So if you, it's just like, it, it lets people who like you see how other people hate you. That's what mean comments do. And then, but in order to police them and to erase them, I have to read them and I don't want to read them. So I think I'm just going to disable. Then they go back and they comment on pictures of like my dog and they're like, you fucking pussy ass snowflake. Like they, they'll push, put that underneath a picture of Marianne, which she does look like a pussy ass snowflake. She looks like a snowflake that was rubbed in on a dirty pussy and a dirty ass. She's so dirty right now. I have a picture of her. Um, it was almost embarrassing to post a picture with her in it because she looks so dirty right now. My dad felt ashamed. We got to give her a bath, but she was just down at the river the other night and that's, and, and she just ate some shit. So we have to let her like digest the shit first before we w wash it off her face. You know, it's just respectful. It's like the backwards version of like not eating before you go swimming. When a dog eats like warm feces of another animal, you have to like let it like you can't just put them and throw them in the bath afterwards. They, you just got to give them alone time with that experience. So the whole flight, St. Louis to Detroit, not a long flight the whole time. I was at first very nervous about dying in a plane crash, which is not my typical MO. Um, usually I don't give a fuck about um, turbulence. In fact, coming back from Salt Lake City, the last time I traveled, uh, to, well, I traveled to LA, but, but coming back from Salt Lake City to St. Louis with Andrew Collin was the worst turbulence I've ever experienced in my whole life. And I've traveled a lot. I don't need to tell you that. Um, I have a lot of experience with turbulence of varying degrees, but this was like the craziest. And, um, and I wasn't scared then. And that was well into COVID when I hadn't traveled in a while. So I don't know what this anxiety about dying in a plane crash is now. I guess it's because I'm going to visit my friend in Michigan and I feel like it's not a good enough reason to die in a plane crash. Like, e even though going to Salt Lake City, that would have been embarrassing too. She died in a plane crash to go perform at Wise Guys. I mean, this actually is a good reason. She's going to visit her high school friend to a place she used to go in the summers during her high school years that make her nostalgic for that time. And also it's a really dope place and city to walk around and listen to Folklore, the new Taylor Swift album, which is, you know, is made for a setting like this. You guys know that. I've talked you through it. Um, but like this today when I was packing, there's this journal that I've been writing a lot of like loose end jokes in and also like just been every time I think of anything and my phone isn't with me, which it normally always is. So I do is just jot it in my notes on my phone, but there's this notebook that I've had on hand that has a lot of ideas in it. And I was going to bring it up to Michigan to like look through as I plan the sets that I'm going to do at the end of the month. Shout out, go check my website. All the dates are supposed to be up, but they're not. Um, they should be up by now. August 21st date, if that is still up, it's supposed to be taken down, but I don't really manage my site, so I kind of got to wait, um, and I apologize, but they're on it. Um, I'm coming to Butler, Pennsylvania, right outside of Pittsburgh, then Oceanfront, Ocean something, New Jersey, then 
just New Jersey. You get it. Then, um, Yars Yarsmith, Yar Yarsmith, New York. That doesn't sound right to me. All of a sudden, um, and then finally closing up the tour in I'm just delaying this because I can't think of the name I'm just adding more words to the sentence do you ever do that <laughs> I like busted my own self for doing it I like didn't even know that I was doing it like I tricked myself um it's like when you end you like add very 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 to papers in third grade that's when I learned that you you can't do that it was like third grade when you tried to do word count and you say it was very very stormy um one varies enough we get a bitch um so the last date, who gives a shit where it is? I forget now. It's Connecticut. Don't, who doesn't give, everyone gives a shit. Morris, Connecticut. I've added some things since the last time we talked about the show. And I'm going to get back to other stuff. But my dad's coming um, on tour with me. I also think I'm going to choreograph a dance to close on. Because why the hell not? Um, I don't know. I got all these wild ideas today when I went for a run. And I'm kind of inspired. I know you guys were sick of me talking about it by Taylor Swift. I'm inspired by her because, last, like I said yesterday, I was watching all those Instagram videos and feeling like, God, she directs music videos and she comes up with the concept for this. And she's like so hands-on and all of her stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I was just having some good ideas. I'm like, why couldn't we have a dance? Why couldn't we have a um, a video? Like, a, I don't know. I came up with a lot of ideas for this four-date tour that I hope you all lower your st like standards for in terms of me as a performer. But um, those dates are announced and you can go buy tickets. But I didn't take that journal that I came across today as I was packing. I didn't take it because I was like, if I die in a plane crash, I would want that to survive and someone to like, read it. Like, a, there's like, that's a substantial amount of ideas and funny thoughts that someone might enjoy. Um, so that was like a morbid thought, but also like kind of smart because I don't really need it up in Michigan. Um, I overpacked so much. It's insane. I, I don't know why I needed to bring it. Like it was 50, 53 pounds was my bag. Supposed to be charged extra for that. The woman at the Delta desk let me go. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take some stuff out. And she was like, don't worry about it. Who cares? Never has that happened ever. Then I was going through TSA and they thought my protein bars were a bomb and so they went because protein bars when they're all like gathered together in like a bunch they look like bars of dynamite i guess especially the kind i eat these no cow bars they're like very densely packed with and they just are like these blocks these bricks and so they went in my bag and these two ladies were like what are those and one of them was vegan and so she was like i was like they're really good bars she was like i'm vegan too and so she took pictures of it it was just a nice exchange i think we were all just like craving like this was the tsa ladies i go through to airports all the time i don't like befriend i mean sometimes i do but like it's rare that it's like every single person you encounter is a nice interaction so it made me love st louis i'm like these are st louis ladies all working and they're all nice to me and then I started hating people at my gate because they were wearing no mask. Like, hating. Like, filling my body with rage and just hatred towards these smug two women that were just defiantly not wearing masks at the gate area. And I, I forgive them. And I forgive myself for hating them because... If I were them, I would do the same thing. If I was lived the same life they lived and was raised the same and came out of my mom's their mom's pussies instead of them i'm talking kind of loud and there's a pilot in the corner i'm at this gate like an abandoned gate i'm at the last gate where they're not even using these gates because no one's flying so 
this is like the Detroit airport's like a ghost town, but in every little gate section, there's one person in a corner. You have the whole gate area to yourself. That's where I am right now. But I said pussy really loud, and the, I think the pilot could have heard. He does look like Sully. Um, yeah, I just, I forgive them. I have to. What is? What am I going to do? You know, be so angry at these women. We're the same. If I would have come out of, like I said, if I would have come out of their mom's pussies and grown up with their upbringing, I would be sitting there going, I'm not wearing a mask. Look at all these idiots wearing a mask around me. I would. There's n the only difference is that I am me and they are them. Wow. Good job, Nikki. You really got there. I'm going to take a short break because um, I want to jam a, a stick of dynamite into my head. And, um, and then I'll be right back uh, with more from Gate C20 in the Detroit airport. God, I hope it doesn't stay like this. I hope someday I can be at this gate and be like, oh my God, remember during the summer of 2020 when you were wearing a mask over there and it was so weird. And God, that just feels like a forgotten time when we were all terrified of each other and mad at each other. Like, I hope that someday we look back on this like September 11th, you know, like, oh my God, when September 11th happened, I know some of you are maybe too young to remember. But you just felt like everything's different. And everything was different, but you didn't then live. I mean, I wasn't that close to September 11th. I didn't live every day, like, thinking of it. Well, I kind of have because I'm, uh, I'm a 9-11 head a little bit. So I do think about it a lot, but not, not like I think about COVID. So, so I just hope someday that we can all think of COVID as that wacky summer. But it doesn't look that way because Facebook and Google are saying to their employees that they're working from home until the summer of 2021 at this point so they know more than we do just trust that they do so not looking good get used to wearing a mask and honestly I am used to wearing it I don't care anymore um so that's my rambling I'm sure I've lost literally thousands of listeners from being pro mask which is so funny you guys I I'm honestly like as a someone with a voice like where I know you don't think those of you listening that are like, yeah, duh, masks are cool. Like you risk losing followers and people who like you and will like laugh at your other jokes. If you just say wearing a mask is cool and that you get frustrated with people who don't wear masks. Isn't that bizarre? And part of me is just like sayonara. See you later. And the other part of me is just like, that's so stupid, you know, and sad. Cause you know, I still want to make those people laugh. At least I thought I did. I do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, I'm back. I really slammed that protein bar. That was literally like two minutes ago. You last heard from me. Took no time. Um, in that two minutes, a guy has sat down across the gateway uh, from me. And he's kind of hot, to be honest with you. And I just locked eyes with him when I said he's kind of hot. Literally, when I said the word hot, he looked at my eyes. Jesus Christ. I really don't think he heard me. Um, he's probably, how many six feet is he from me? One, two, three. 
I am staring at him intensely and he, he doesn't know it's because it's for a podcast. Also, I'm holding a microphone in a corner of a gate, so maybe that's why he looked over. You think? Um, I never uh, met hot guys at airports. I've never like really um, chatted up other people. Like, Early on, when I started flying all the time, I got sucked into a lot of conversations with people on planes that I regretted because I was just too friendly and, like, oh, I didn't have my ears plugged. And so I just got um, kind of, I don't want to use the R word, but, you know, I felt I felt um, penetrated in my ear holes by conversation that I didn't want to have a lot when I wasn't wearing the appropriate PPE for my ears. Um, you know, like to send the, like a sleep mask on my forehead, just sending the vibe of like, don't talk to me. And so for years it was like that. And now, I don't know. Well, I, th this is, nothing's happening with this dude. He's literally like, hasn't looked over here again. So nice try, Nick, for imagining that this would be the one. I think I just want that like magical story of like meeting someone at the airport. I think it's just like a romantic story that um many people have i mean it's an easy place to meet strangers and like definitely when you're on a plane sitting next to someone we shouldn't be that amazed that people fall in love on planes because you i've said this before because it's happened to me where i sat next to a person i knew already like an acquaintance and this was back in like 2009 10 i took a plane to la and I sat next to a guy who I kind of knew, a comedian, but like we weren't friends. I mean, we were acquaintances and we had, we randomly sat next to each other. And throughout the plane ride, I like fell for him because we were so close. Like our faces were so like four inches apart the whole way. And what time are you ever communicating with a stranger from that close of a distance, unless you're in an intimate relationship with them? It just doesn't happen. So it's almost like this forced intimacy that makes people probably fall in love faster. Anyway, that's all to say that um, I haven't talked to you guys about it, but uh, a couple weeks ago when I was flying to L.A., I like met a guy at my gate who was like very cute. I mean, I only saw half of his face because he was wearing a mask. So hot. And um, and we started talking at my gate and then. And he was really tall. We were in like these rocking chairs at, at the gate. They had these like dope ass rocking chairs. And I was on the phone with Andrew, like FaceTiming. And then this hot, tall guy sat down next to me. And I was kind of like, 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 okay, I should make myself available to be talked to just in case he wants to. So I got off the phone with Andrew and I took my earphones out. And then, um, and then I got him, I like laughed at something that the fucking gate agent said. And then he started, he like kind of looked over and started talking to me and then well he recognized me which was nice because okay well then we have a common interest myself no um it just was flattering to be recognized first of all and then and I was also like from what because it could be a number of things I feel like I've told you guys this before I'm really sorry if I have but I don't think I have I think I just told this on another podcast um but to make a long story short I told this on Whitney's podcast if you heard that um, we start chatting up at the gate and then we're boarding the 
flight and he told me to save a seat for him next to me. Like, do you want to keep talking on the flight? And I was like, all right. Even though I kind of was like looking to take a nap on the plane, but I was like, why not? And, um, and then we talked on the plane and he was very nice and we had similar interests and he was just funny and fun and it was a good conversation. Um, and then like an out, I would say two and a half hours into talking on the plane late at night, by the way, which is like not late at night, but it was like a forget like a 7 p.m. flight. So everyone on the flight was like kind of sleeping and we were talking and I felt like so rude being one of those people that talks on planes when people are sleeping because I usually hate those people. But at the same time, I was like, fuck it. When do I get a chance to like flirt with a guy on uh and we weren't even really flirting. I was, tr- you know, I'm terrible at flirting. So I don't even feel bad talking about this because what ended up happening is he had a girlfriend and he told me about it, you know, two and a half hours in after I asked. <laughs> but um, he wasn't like throwing any fucking, he wasn't macking on me, I don't think. Although someone did send me a theory that perhaps he was interested because it ended up being like he just was a fan. And of course he wants to talk to someone he's a fan of. Why not? Um, and I thought he was like into me, which was like so naive. And then someone was like, he could have been into you. And I'm like, "Mm, all right, thanks. Um, but that was like the one time and I was so freaking mad. You guys, I was, when he said he had a girlfriend, I was, it felt good to feel that mad because it showed me that I had hope, you know, um, that, you know, I was actually wanting a guy who was cute and personable to be single. Usually I want them to be unavailable and it gives me a reason to not have to do anything about it. But this time I was like, God damn it. So that kind of felt good. Um, I have so much to talk to you about this week. That guy is, uh, that guy ended up seeing, cause I talked, I actually talked about him on my interview with Phoebe Robinson when I did Kimmel. I asked her for advice on, you know, when a guy that you're sitting next to on a plane drops that he's in a relationship two and a half hours into your flight after you've already talked to him for three and a half hours, including the time at the gate. <laughs> and um, she said she would have poured his Mountain Dew on his on him. And I thought that was hilarious because she's like, don't waste our time in this. Don't like spew your droplets on me, wasting my time right now during this pandemic. And it's just a waste of time. I don't need more male friends. I really don't. Um, but I don't begrudge this guy because he was nice to talk to and whatever. Um, but he, I got his number because listen, I know he has a girlfriend, but I was like, someday he might not. Sorry if you're listening, girlfriend. I would be, if I were you, I'd be like, is she talking about him again? I'd be fucking pissed, but just know that your boyfriend did nothing wrong. He didn't like, he wasn't hitting on me. He gave no sexual advances, no indication of flirtation. It was all in my head, girl. So don't worry. But I did get his number because if you guys would ever like to come to a show sometime and I'm in your area, hit me up. I will be happy to get you tickets so you can have a fun night as a couple that's deeply in love. God damn it. No, but seriously. Um, no, I did get give him his my number because, yeah, if he ever wanted tickets or if he's ever single again. And I know you guys are probably like, that's not cool. He has a girlfriend. Off limits. I wasn't like flirty, like getting his number. And also, people break up. Everyone breaks up. Mostly girlfriends and boyfriends break up. I would say like 2% of girlfriends and boyfriends do not break up and last forever, right? So I'm going to 98% don't. I'm making up the statistic. It's probably even worse than that. Oh, God damn it. My hair is caught on my fucking Fitbit. Hold on. 
Thank God for Sarah Silverman posting that picture of all of her hair that she pulled out in the shower. Honestly, you guys, today when I was in the shower, it looked like I could be shooting one, a movie where the, the lead gets chemo and is like losing their hair in the shower. It, you know what it looked like? It looked like that scene in The Craft. You know when she like curses that popular girl? Jan Brady, I think it's played by the woman that played Jan Brady who's married to Ben Stiller or was married to Ben Stiller, nothing less, you know. And um, Christine Taylor, she's also on Hey Dude. Anyway, she's a popular girl in the movie The Craft which is about a bunch of witches including Nev Campbell. And then there's that other witch that like has like a low, I forget what her name was. Anyway, they, they curse her and they make her hair fall out which is like the worst thing that can happen to the popular girl. Believe me, it's happening now. But anyway, it was literally like that scene today. The problem is you guys are all sending me your clumps of hair and it makes me feel so good and I want to put mine out there but it's it's too much. I it's I can't share it. Um but I'm just accepting it every day because the more that people share it with me, the less I give a fuck. And if someone doesn't want to be with me because my hair is falling out and they like a woman with like luscious hair and they don't want someone with like four strands in a sad little ponytail, well then they weren't meant for me. Okay? I don't know that I would want to date someone who had four strands of hair. I mean, like, I would probably shave it at that point if I had four strands. And then I would look sick as fuck. Charlize Theron just shaved her head the other day. Like, half of it. Like, just go look at her Instagram. She buzzed it. And she had a reason. Do you know what her reason was? Because fucking Mad Max was being shown at a drive-in or some shit. Like, she had, there's no reason. So in Mad Max Fury Road or whatever, Fieri Road... She shaved her head like Guy Fieri. No, in Mad Max, I guess she shaves her head. So in honor of the it coming out on Blu-ray or some bullshit. I mean, she was just looking for a reason to shave her head. We all are. I gotta find a reason. Um, but anyway, everyone's losing their hair right now and I don't feel alone. So that feels really good. I'm getting a car pretty soon. Everything, I'm, I'm taking the right steps to not feel depressed. I'm making plans to be on the road. My dad's going to be there. I'm planning a dance. Things are happening on that front. Um, I'm also looking at apartments. I'm looking to buy a place. Oh my gosh, committal. And I'm looking at cars. And I, everyone keeps going, what kind of car do you want? I don't know. And I don't care. Those are the two of the most important things in, in me looking for a car. I don't know and I don't care. And I am not trying to be cool. Like, I don't care. Like, I tried to care. I downloaded Carvana. I went through and, like, looked at the different types they offer. Like, luxury. Like, what cars are available. Hybrid, what cars are available. They're all ugly. None of them stand out. None of them look cooler than other ones. Everyone is a fucking lemming. Everything looks the same. Labels are gross. Um... Every car runs pretty well at this point. I mean, like, cons like if you're buying a new car, I, like, I want a car that's going to be safe, good for the environment, if I can get it. And I hope it looks cool, but honestly, they all look stupid. The coolest looking label on a car, like logo, is 100% a Mercedes. It's simple. It's like a peace sign without the middle bar. All the other ones look shit. I like the one that's like, is it Audi with, like, the rings? That one looks kind of cool. Volvo looks cool because it just says Volvo. BMW looks cool just because, like, we're used to that looking cool. But, like, Lexus looks lame, even though they're expensive. I'm like, they just look like shit to me. I don't care. I know they drive smooth. 
and maybe I'll drive one and be like, wow, the way this drives, it feels like I'm floating on a fucking cloud. But like every car drives the same too, but maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. There's something about when I see a Prius that I'm really like, I just want that because it reminds me of what I drove when I lived in LA. You can be really like successful and have a Prius or you can just be like a normal person and have a Prius. It doesn't speak to your status at all. And it's good for the environment. And they're kind of cool looking. I don't know. I just don't care about cars. But man, I went and looked at an apartment and I care about apartments. Like that's what I had to do. I had to look. I had to, I had to do like I did with canoeing. I had to go canoeing to find out that I didn't like it. I had to go in Carvana and look at cars and explore all car opportunities for me to determine that I truly don't car care. And then with apartments, I had to go look at some apartments to realize like, oh, I do. I thought I didn't care about this and that I could just live anywhere. Who gives a shit? Oh boy, do I care. I need a balcony. I need safety. I need it to have character. I need it to not be one of these sad ass apartments that are all made so cheaply. All of these fucking apartment buildings with like a doorman and amenities and a, a conference room. My mom and I went to go see the shitty apartment. It's not even shitty. You guys, in St. Louis, it was a $2,900 apartment for two bedrooms. And it's in this like complex with a bunch of other apartments. And like we go and we meet the woman at the leasing office, which is downstairs in the lobby. And like there's a conference room, right? And this is on Saturday at like noon. There's a conference room and there's like three business professionals in there dressed like they are like about to give a board presentation. And they're all like working on a PowerPoint and like actively laughing and participating with each other in this like conference room. And I swear to God, they were paid actors. I am not someone to be like suspicious of stuff, but I was maybe a little bit high. No, I wasn't even high. And I told my mom, I'm like, those are actors. Because if I was trying to get someone to sign a $2,900 12 month lease, you bet your ass I would invest, I would pay my friends 50 bucks for a couple hours each, $150 for three people to go into a room and pretend like you are working on a presentation, like this is a happen in place with young single people my age. I'd find out what the age of the person was coming look at the building. And then, I mean, I wouldn't do this, but I wouldn't put it above someone to do this. Have you guys ever heard of anything like this? I mean, I felt like I was just being lied to. There's no way these people were working on a presentation at 12 o'clock and that they were all dressed in like pencil skirts, not wearing masks, by the way. So I was like, I don't even want to be here. But, um... Yeah, so we just looked at these shitty apartments and the woman's like showing me the mail room and where I'd pick up packages. And this is all before I've seen the apartment and I already hate the building and the fake, and fake actors doing working on a whiteboard. So I told the woman, I go, I don't think I need to see where I'm gonna pick up packages when I'm almost sure I don't wanna live here. And I, I didn't say that. I said, can I see the apartment first because I'll know immediately if I wanna live here and I don't think I need to know where to pick up packages until I know that. And she's like, oh, okay. And my mom was kind of taken aback that I said that. And I said it in the nicest way. You know I'm not a bitch. I was just like, I don't think I need to see this for, you know, like I said it in a nice way. But truly, who needs to see that? Okay, I'm thinking the hot guy is a pilot because he has the type of bag that says pilot. Um, and he is hot. He has not looked over here again. How can I describe what he looks like for you guys? Um, he's got... Uh, all of his hair, which that makes one of us. Um, he has like dark features, like blue, bluish eyes. I'm thinking we only locked eyes once. I also just read a fucking erotic romance novel on the fucking plane because I wasn't getting internet. So I was like, oh, I'll pick up that 
remember the book I was reading about the autistic girl who's like learning how to love? I mean, clearly everything I'm drawn to in quarantine is about autistic people learning how to do things, find love essentially. But man, this erotic fiction got really fucking erotic on my, I was getting wet on a plane. Sorry that you had to hear that. I'm really, really sorry. That was inappropriate and I, I felt it. But like I was getting turned on on a plane and thinking about, um, when am I going to be able to masturbate again? Like I was starting to plan it and I was like, oh my God, is this what like people who are addicted to pornography, like I get why they end up watching porn on planes because you just are like, what am I going to do? I need to do it. I didn't look at porn on planes, but I was reading porn on planes. It was, it was definitely more graphic than some of the porn I watched. That's not true. That is not true. We all know that's not true. Okay, I gotta go. I think I covered everything. I swear to God, I'm not horny right now. I wouldn't put that on you guys, but I, um, I do have to like go near my gate because I'm at the very far end of this, uh, this airport in like a forgotten town, and it's just me and this guy. And it's truly, he has not looked at me since the first time I said that he did. So there's not a vibe but someday uh please don't write me being like don't don't lose hope nikki i'm not i'm honestly not sad i honestly do not want a boyfriend right now and so uh yes i maintain that and i'm serious i really don't i live at home with my parents it's not the time all right thanks for listening i'll talk to you from michigan tomorrow squirt squirt yeah bad this has been a comedy central podcast 